Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicks Nation, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam. This is episode 160, and we actually have a small crew for a change in the podcast. It's just going to be me, Dan, and Ryan. Uh, this podcast, we are going to be talking about 300 Point Modern to get you ready for that Orlando event coming up in just, I think it's like 23 days or some ridiculous amount. It's really sneaking up on us. But uh, we talked about the Popper event two weeks ago, Prince one week ago, and we're going to get you ready for the 3 Point Modern coming up. And it's the Modern's a little bit crazy right now because there are many, many different options, but we'll get into that later. But before all that, let's get into a quick, how was our week? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. I'm actually going to go first because Dan and Ryan have a lot to talk about for what they did this weekend. So real quick, uh, it was Ryan's birthday last week. They had an event at Ryan's house that he puts on every year. I wasn't able to go. I had to go to a friend's giving for my uh, wife's friends, so I did that on Saturday. And other than that, I bought the new Callisto Protocol game, which is basically Dead Space. Um, it's by the same producers. It's really good. If you like Dead Space, you'd like the game. Uh, they might as well call it Dead Space Origins because it's almost a mere copy of the game. It's just a lot more close combat than Dead Space was. But uh, that is it for me. And I'm just going to let Ryan and Dan take it away because they played 10 hours of one game on a giant map for Ryan's birthday. So, Ryan, take it away. What did you guys do this week? Uh, yeah, so typically we take, uh, with like three or four of us, we'll take a generic keyword once a month and just build a team. And uh, whoever wins, there's a belt that we created that uh, they get the belt for the month until the next month. And uh, I wanted to do something a little bit bigger for my birthday. So we actually ended up using the... Uh, gamer mats uh six mats that all go together they put it out like two and a half years ago and i was uh unable to do anything like this for a while so we used uh six mats that came down to four feet by ten feet and uh we're able to get eight players uh on the same mat so everyone built a 400 point mystical team and it went from about one o'clock to eleven o'clock, so it was uh, ten hours with eight people on six maps. And it wasn't modern; it was play whatever you want from any age. Yeah, pretty much. There's a couple of variations because we do a last man standing, so there's certain things that aren't going to be. It, it just changes the game a little bit when you're not going for time or points. 
Um, so there's some things that we didn't do. And we also have a tarot deck that we flip every turn. So no one brought their own tarot deck. And there was like um, battlefield conditions we didn't do. Um, no, just little things like that. Um, but like equipment is all fine. Pretty much anything from figures from Golden Age on and then Silver Age equipment on is pretty much what it was. And tell us a little bit about what happened. So, first of all, who were your eight people that showed up that day? Uh, so, besides me and my wife, uh, Dan showed up uh, here, and then we had uh, a couple other locals, Dalton and Ryan Harris showed up, and then Ryan Rios that plays at two of the venues I go to. Uh, my buddy Justin showed up, and... My buddy Pete that we play with all the time. He's the other guy that plays, uh, that's usually our third that plays all the time with us. Matt slash Pete. Yes, Matt slash Pete. And can you remember some of the, you don't say who played it, but what were some of the teams? Now they're all mystical themed. You couldn't do any kind of uh, keyword swapping or gaining. They had to have it printed on their card. What were some of the teams that people played or maybe what figure was played the most? Uh, the, well, the figure that played the uh, the most was a tie between Felix Faust and uh, Kazar. There was three of each. The uh, the winning team was played by uh, Ryan Rios, and he had the uh, Dormammu super rare from the last set, uh, the Scarlet Witch from Disney Plus at 150, and then uh, a Wendigo, and then a couple of the Illusion Lokis from the Mighty Thor. Yep. So he ended up winning, and then second place was uh, Matt uh, Pete that played uh, Dormammu Red, the Saturnine Le, Azar, Felix Faust, Blackheart, Reptile, and uh, the Death Metal Wonder Woman. So it, it came down to a lot of generation pieces at the end from the Dormammus. And then one of the cooler moves of the... Uh, the night was the uh, the team that uh, Ryan Harris played. He had uh, a couple of witches that I uh, from World's Finest, which I was not really aware of them. And then he played the uh, the Zeus from Wonder Woman, and then what's her name? White G- Gia Whitechapel, I think is what um, it is. Yeah, yeah, he played her. Yep, which was really cool because he didn't go first, so he got to generate all four of the the the, uh, the posses. So yeah, she's actually pretty good. Uh, but the play of the night was probably his turn one. He played the uh, Scarlet Witch from, I think it's Avengers versus X-Men. Yep. Right, yeah. And uh, so everyone built a Mystics team and planned on dealing out Mystics damage and protecting themselves from mi- Mystic damage. And his turn one, uh, he turned off um, all Mystics damage. So if you wanted to keep it on your character, then you had to roll a six. And I would say about 90% of the people lost their Mystics for the whole game. So that was a pretty big game changer. And how many soul swords were floating around? It was really funny. Yeah, there's probably like five soul swords, at least six, maybe by the end. Uh, and then Dalton played two Grand Prize Apocalypses, uh, Juggernaut from House of X, Captain Britain from House of X, Captain Britain from X of Swords, the Captain Avalon, and Captain Britain Rogue, the Prime. And he actually went right before Ryan, and he put his pieces right in the middle, and then Ryan turned off Mystics, and so he got uh, hit kind of hard on his in between his first turn and his second turn. Uh, and then I went with House of X Gambit, um, the Legacy Black Knight, 
and Kazar and Felix Faust, Mad Jim, and then I wanted to try Arachnite, so I played Arachnite, and then uh, Red Root from the um, slop events. I played her because if you can give her the uh, the ring, she gets a lot better with generating terrain and blowing stuff up and dealing extra damage. Yeah, that caught me completely off guard when you did that. I was like, I know, th- I know she does a thing, but I'm not. I was not ready for that. Yeah, I don't think there's anything in modern that lets you just do it single. You have to kind of set it up a little differently. So that was something I wanted to do as soon as I saw that piece. So it was kind of cool to put her on this team. Uh, Dan play, or I guess let me finish and I'll let Dan talk about his team. Um, I had another buddy that he doesn't uh, play as much anymore, so he just played a 300 point Tri Sentinel. And a uh, Earth X Daredevil, uh, the one that keeps respawning unless you get the uh, the six tokens off of him, and then the Billy Batson from Rebirth, and he ended up taking it to fourth because nobody wanted to attack the robot and deal with him. And then uh, my wife played Weapon Hex, the Chase Doctor Strange from I think that's War of the Realms that's holding up the eyeball. Yep. Uh, Felix Faust, Blackheart, and the Death Metal Wonder Woman. And then, Dan, do you remember what you played? Yeah, so I played uh, Infamous Iron Man. Um, I played Blade, the common from War of the Realms. And I played... Um, uh, it? I played uh, the super rare monarch from... Uh, that X of Swords? I played... Yes. Um, what else did I play? Oh, I played, Summoner from, I played Summoner from House of X. He had Vermilion on him. Um, I played the Liar Ring on Infamous just to deal with the Mystics and, like, targeting people without getting Mystics damage. Uh, Summoner. Oh, and I also played Kazar because Kazar is goaded. Because in the big big maps where you have multiple people, I always like to run people that affects more than one people, so like I just sent Ryan and Dan who I would play. I would have played uh, the Super Nightmare from Amazing Spider-Man who says if you don't win the initiative roll, your opponent modifies your attack by minus one. So that means everybody else on the map would have got negative one. There's also, I don't know if she is mystical. Black Cat. I don't think she is. No. No, she's not. I don't think. Or I'm pretty sure no, no version of her is mystical. Uh, okay, yeah, because she has a power that says um, she can use probability control, but she can only use it during an opponent's turn, and she can use it on each opponent's turn. So she'd get prob for everyone's, but she is not. She's just <laughs> she's heroes for hire and Marvel diva, which I didn't even know was a keyword. I think that's a dead one. <laughs> uh, let's see, Hellcat, Black Cat. And Monica Rambo from and a Firestar apparently yes that is a dead one for sure. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I probably would have done like a a nightmare with a kid Loki and the emotional modifier just to bring everyone's attack down. Um, I really wish Demon in Armor was mystical. That's the one keyword I think he's missing. But no, it sounds like a fun time. Like I said, or they said it was 10 hours of clicks, which a lot of us are used to playing 10 hours of clicks, but not just one game. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, I, last, I lasted way longer than I theoretically should have, so I was just happy about that. Well, yeah, you got caught between uh, my wife and I, and then uh, it was yeah, down that to... Was, that, was, that was a real good time, being caught between a literal rock and a hard place. <laughs> 
And then uh, I think a lot of your team got taken out relatively early, but infamous Iron Man stood in for, I don't even remember how many turns he was by himself, but yep. he held in for a long time. Well, I got to pull off the plus or the minus five, so I got to pull off the max plot point. So oh, yeah, he helped. He was kind of ridiculous once he got that. It was like, oh. I think you had for probably like five turns, I think, that you were able yeah. to do that. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Because it was one of those where I wasn't worried about dying at that point. Because it's like, if I die, I'm out. So what does it matter if I pull this off or not? <laughs> so it, it was oh. it was cool. Because that, like, normally that piece, you, I'd be super worried about pl- pulling that off. Because the, the, the restriction is if he dies, you lose. Yeah. So I was like, well, yeah, like... It is. It just kind of is what it is right now. So, but it was it was a lot of fun because the 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 so the minus five gives him uh, power cosmic, and then he can use all of his other plot points for minus zero or plus zero, at and then you can use all three of them in a turn. So there's one where he can use outwit, and then he can use outwit any number of times for people that he's hit this turn, and then he can his other one is he can make an attack with four bolts, um, but he can only deal a max of one damage. And then his third one is um, phasing is free and then, or half speed phasing is free. And then you can regen for free. So that helps. Right, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That helped him stay alive for <laughs> quite a while. So the and next the one re- that we're, oh, what the repositioning was good too, with the phasing. I was like, I'm going to run this way. Cause I need to get away. Yeah. He had longevity with that and the regen. Yeah, the next one that we're playing is uh, January 28th, the same day as the Royal Rumble, so we're going to have a pretty big party for uh, for that day. We're going to start earlier with the game and then have Royal Rumble at night. January 28th? And, uh, January 28th, yeah. And, uh, I, didn't we're combining... I didn't make What's notice that? of that date, but that's my birthday. Ooh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 I'm ha- I, I, would rather, I would like to be there on my birthday. Like, that would be <laughs> uh, we're doing the... Um... Uh, future and past keywords are like one combined team and uh, going from there. So should be fun. So how are you treating Doom, the Annihilate, and Conqueror with that? So we try not to do too much like keyword cheating. So we're going to basically have it similarly worded to like how Morgan Le Fay is where there's no keywords being given, but people that have future and past um, are a theme team. So Doom could still give out Latveria, but uh, no one else is. You're not going to become a Latveria theme team or anything. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, there wasn't really that. Like, there wasn't really anything like super cheesy on the board. I will say that. Like there, were, like yeah, there was strong pieces, but no one played like anything super cheesy. Yeah, I think it, the balance was pretty good. All right. Well, that is our weekend, and now we are going to talk about the 300 point modern. So let's get into, as they say on Critical Clicks, get into the meta. Where are they? I think they're talking about us. Now, before we get into, actually, it still technically is getting into it, but I want to touch base a little bit about uh, what they were talking about on, on Critical Clicks with Scott Crampton and Lucas Van Holland. They are talking about an episode, Breaking Saturnine. So if you don't know the Ellie Saturnine, she has a power that is map-wide that lets her either minus or plus a roll by one. And they are trying to make up a team that has three of her, 
And I did message Scott Crampton, a team. Now this team, now they're trying to make it where you could actually win with this team. I'm just trying to make a team as frustrating as possible with this team. So um, the team that I came up with, because I think it's a fun idea. I mean, you are ruining someone's day at a tournament. But um, like the Joker says, it's not about the money. It's about sending a message. Uh, So the team that I came up with was a double Saturnine team. So it's Saturnine, Saturnine. Demon in armor with the Captain Carter shield, so that he is giving a 19 defend. Kid Loki from Disney Plus, the one that says choose a uh, combat value and you can minus it by one for opposing characters. You equip him with the modifier. You run Bishop, so they have to get close to you to within Loki's range. Chip, Manifold, and then you play Felix Faust. So Chip carries everybody, gives them ESD, so it's a 21 from range. And then Manifold gives everybody close combat, or I'm sorry, combat reflexes, which gives everyone a 21 up close. I don't know if that team is hittable. I, th- I mean, obviously it is if you're rolling crazy 11s and 12s, but I don't know if that team is hittable, to be honest. But... I would, I would think it's hittable, but that's just me. It's more. I think it's more dependent on you'd have to run something else to like counterintuitive that. Like it your is strap. Uh, like I said, you're not winning with this team. You might get lucky. I mean, Bishop does have a eleven attack without wit. Uh, Manifold's actually a decent attacker with blades and combat expert. Uh, Demons okay. Uh, so it does have some damage potential, but you're really relying on them. So let's say. What's what do you say the average attack um, combat value is? Eleven probably. Be a good yeah. guess. So you're banking on them to not hit a ten multiple times. You do have the two setter nines to minus their attack by one or two if you need to. The problem with this is that it's not themed, and you only have one prob with chip. Might be enough. Might not be. But um, like they say, a I can't hit team only works until you. Or does or a can't hit team only works until you are hit once because once it hits you one time, this team pretty much falls apart. So I think it's an interesting concept for a don't hit team. Now I ran a don't hit team. Was that a win a map that I played that one team? I believe it was. Um, I th- I think so because that team was I don't even remember. It was like Bishop Commissioner Felix Faust. Dazzler. I don't remember what the entire team was, but it was basically a don't-hit team. It didn't have Saturnite. I know that. I think it had Demon and Armor in it. So I do like the idea of it because I like those quirky teams, but I don't think it's going to get you very far in a tournament because eventually they will hit unless their rolls are just crap. I don't know if I'd call that team quirky, but... I would say it's quirky. What would you consider a quirky team? Um, like my, like Miles' teams. I would call those teams yes. quirky. Like, that team does not. That team does not feel quirky. It just feels like let me make you just have the roughest day possible, and that's really not my definition of quirky. Okay, I guess mechanic. Yeah, mechanic. I don't know how you how you would. It's nothing it. Well, that's by definition, I guess. I would say, uh, let's call it a frustrating team. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's that. That's definitely the correct term to use against that. Yes. I mean, this is a team that if you're in a competitive tournament, you don't want to look across the board from. I mean, the problem also with this team, it's a lot of positioning. Uh, because you can't give everybody defend from demon and armor. Uh, actually, you probably could do that, but you can't give everybody the ESD from chip because the glove makes it. So that's another character you have to add with positioning. You're not going to be able to give a lot of people the combat reflexes from manifold because that's positioning. Um, so you really have to be careful with that. But I, I like the idea. I like these weird teams. Um, because they think outside the box rather than just Scarlet Witch, Saki Iron Man, Sky Tyrant, things like that. So it would be interesting to see somebody run a version of this. I believe Miles says Caleb Reddick is running a team like this right now. Uh, Let me check our Discord real quick. I thought he said Caleb, but I'm not going to look too far into it. But... um, I know. I, I like the idea. Success. He had success with a, a team. I don't remember what was on it. Though. He said Caleb. I'm assuming Caleb Reddick. Um, yeah. But I want to try to run a team like this on a broadcast event. The only problem is I work Friday night, so I really can't. There is one Friday, which I believe is like the 22nd or something like that, the, the weekend before Christmas. I don't know if we'll have a broadcast event. But um, I would just like to see how it does, just to be honest. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on a no-hit team? Do you think it could last very long? I don't think it wins a tournament, but I think it could do possibly like a top 16. Yeah, the thing with those is that it typically... Someone's eventually just going to hit you because I've yeah. played higher defenses before, and that's usually what it comes down to. So you're going to have people that are going to be rolling. If you're playing an event, you're going to have people that are rolling super hot, and then there's people that are going to not be able to hit you at all. So there's a good chance you can take out a piece or two, and they just never can hit you. I think one of the things is the variation of tarot cards. So, like, if somebody has um, one of the better tarot cards, or could be, um, is that one where. Um, combat values can't be modified yeah so that affects a lot of things like if you're charging um running shot hypersonic you're not halving your speed or your ranges and uh, that means that if you're getting attacked all of your modifiers that would be a really rough turn for you so there's i think uh looking at the tarot cards might be uh, one of the bigger deals with a no hit team yeah, and like I said, this team, if they take one figure out, there's probably no way I'm getting that back. Uh, there's also the talk of Gamora Prime coming back in the mix now that Thanos isn't a big threat anymore, still a threat but not a big one. And she just doesn't – oh, no, her combat values can't be modified, but yours nope. can. Oh, no, yeah. hers can't. So, yeah, the, the negative ones from – so does Saturnine get around that or No. Yeah, because it's not an attack value. It's just the it's just the role of the like your attack. Okay, um, but the Loki and modifier wouldn't work on Gamora, so you could still nope. count it with Saturnine. Yeah, um, yeah, she would just steamroll through the Loki combo though. That'd be thirty or forty five points of just wasted basically on her. Yeah, so that is a thing. I, I don't think there's any other guardians out there. You could wildcard it, which isn't a bad idea. But um, yeah, so that would be dead points right there with the Loki and modifier, but we'll actually see how much Gamora is played in Orlando. I think she'll see an uptick in play just because Thanos is semi gone. 
Um, and she can be an X-Men now, so why not? Uh, she is a Prime, obviously, so that is a downfall of her, but I think we will see some more of her. But no, I like the idea of a Saturnine don't-hit team. I don't know if three is the answer. It's really hard to be themed with that because, I mean, she is mystical, so it's not that hard. She's also ruler, and I think that's really it. I don't think there's any other good keywords for her. Let me double-check on her real quick. You're checking. One of the better things, too, that she could see more play is that the uh, emotional modifier can't be uh, KO'd at the beginning because starting with this event, it's all going to be start equipped with the Batman uh, team-up rules. Yeah. Uh, her other keyword is Excalibur, so you're probably not doing that one. Uh, yeah, now that you can just auto-equip the modifier, I think that severely hurts Thanos because he can't just blow it up turn one. So I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to see a lot of Thanoses. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm assuming some people will try. I'll say ten percent will will do Thanos just because maybe they've played him so much that they got that muscle memory with him by now. A um, little bit different with his mind control now. Or no, what change? Oh no, he can he can't choose the same gems twice in a row. Uh, so that is a big deal for him. But uh, I like the idea. Hopefully, someone runs it out. Okay, let's talk about 300 Modern for Orlando. So, this is a casual event, but I am assuming there's going to be some pretty, we'll call them heavy hitter players coming that are going for victory. Which, the pricing is going to be pretty ridiculous for this, so why not? So, the meta right now is very, very wide open. With Apocalypse and Genesis... Anybody can be an X-Men, pretty much. Uh, we saw how good Angler and Scarlet Witch is. We know how good Saki is. Sky Tyrant's still great. Fantastic Four still has a place. Animal still has a place. Besides X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Avengers, what other teams do you think people should start preparing for for this? Is Mystical still a threat? Yeah, I would say Mystical is still very much a threat. What are the yeah, that's actually one of my options that I'm looking at right now. So what are the threats in Mystical? Saturnine, obviously. Is Blackheart still a thing? Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 Very much a thing. He, he got better, so I still I think he's undervalued currently right now, to be fair. Uh, Kazar, yeah. he's Mystical. Oh, yeah. He's going to be yep. great. He is um, great. He is, is great. <laughs> Arachnite, I'm sure we'll see plenty of Arachnite in Florida. I played him this weekend. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. And very, very good. Uh, Jubilee, she's uh, mystical. The only problem with Jubilee is if you do win map on a... If you don't win map with a mystical team, there's no way of swapping her out. So you have to hope that you are a super high initiative and you're winning every round or else you have 50 dead points. Um... Apocalypse, he's mystical. So if you want to throw Apocalypse on there, go right ahead. Uh, any th- uh, Mad Jim Jaspers, he's mystical. Yep, I was. I don't know why I even said it's mystical a thing. Don't don't forget <laughs> don't forget Faust is still going to be a thing Faust, for that tournament. So. He's still he's good thing. enough. He's one of those pieces that's very much good enough to play off of theme. So if you can play him on theme, you do it for sure. Yeah. So let's yeah. get off mystical because just looking through these, like Scarlet Witch, there's plenty <laughs> of mysticals. What's another yeah. team that sh- people should be uh, prepared for? A theme I think team. Aven- I think Avengers is underrated right now. Yep. 
I think there's enough swap for Avengers to make Avengers good enough. The uh, I think part of the thing though is that there's there's going to be so much X Men because of Apocalypse, and that covers a lot of teams at this point because you're getting all the Monster Warrior and Brutes. So even though the X Men's going to be heavy, there's going to still be I think a ton of variations because you can't fit all the best pieces on one of those teams. So. Yeah. Uh, even though X Men's going to be the biggest, I think like it's really hard to decide to just play like monsters or something when you can put them all on an X Men team instead, and they're even stronger. Or you could just do like one, like you could just still like I, my thought is I still kind of want to just run Genesis because I still think her making them all Rocco is good because of her like the benefits she gives out just on her. Yeah. But that's just that's me. I I know that the combo for both of them for seventy is amazing. I just thought if you if you wanted to go. Like stick to like, especially like monster in general is very strong. But her being able to just give a bunch of those benefits to monsters is really good in and of itself. So the only he, thing that you're really losing is you can't do X Men swap then, and you lose the ability to keep Apocalypse in and give people with blades that extra rollout. Yeah, I was just thinking because a lot of monster teams are more offensive, and she plays into that really well. Yeah. So, so here's what I have for X Men so far that I'm thinking of running. I know, Ryan, I know you don't like X-Men because it's a lot of brain I work. love X-Men. I don't, swap is just a lot. The swap, it's very yeah, it's, mentally exhausting yes. to play an event. Um, so this is what I have come up so far. It's probably got some tweaks. I'm, the, the one figure that I am playing 100% is Bishop. I still think he is super underrated. I think he's a top three prime. That is my own opinion. I know a lot of people out there don't agree with that. I still think he's a top three prime. Uh, so he is on my team 100%. I'm either playing X-Men or I'm playing Doom and Nightly and Conquer with Bishop. But here's what I have for X-Men so far. Apocalypse with the Soul Sword, Bishop, Commissioner, Sky Tyrant with a sword. I don't know what sword yet. Professor X, Genesis with a sword. Don't know which one. She is Sword Bearer. Dazzler, because you swap her out, you give two people the shield. And then you have her with Pumpkin Bombs and Manifold. So that is a plus eight team. And for my math, if I were to win map, I am swapping out Professor X, Genesis, Dazzler, and Manifold. And I am bringing in Jubilee, who will have the Pumpkin Bobs equipped, Venom Magneto, Cypher, the slop version, and a Stefford Cuckoo for either Prob or Perplex. Now, the reason why Cypher from slop is I have been thinking about this for a while, but Lucas said it out loud on their podcast, was they are trying to find a way to give Gamora Prime stealth. Because the thing about Gamora Prime is she's really good, but if she's outwitted, she's not so good. Uh, So there is a way to give her stealth, and the way Lucas did it was if you put um, Trinary on the team, who's a 30-point X-Men, I forget from what set, she has a trait that says choose a figure with the robot keyword. That figure does not count towards theme. So his thought was you have Trinary, you have Fulcrum Abdominus on your team, which is a great option, and then Cypher copies the Batman team ability from Cypher. And then he has a trait that says all people with the X-Men keyword within his range have the team ability he chose for his team player. So he chose Batman, therefore all X-Men within three, which is his range, 
would have the Batman ability. What I was playing with was you do that with Commissioner. So Commissioner is themed with Genesis. Therefore, they're all X-Men because of um, Apocalypse. He generates Rookie. Rookie has the Batman uh, team ability. Cypher takes it. Everybody has Batman then. But then with the Dazzler combo, you now give him a three range because you have shield people. Now he has a six range um, range to give everybody uh, Batman team ability. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon with X-Men right now. It really is. It's crazy of how much, just saying that out loud, of how much shenanigans you can do with X-Men right now and swapping and keywords and everything. Um, so that is my team if I win. If I lose, I Real quick, you said uh, Jubilee is on your starting force or not on your no, starting force? No, my sideline. Sideline. Where are the pumpkin bombs then? Because you said you're going to have her equipped. They are force. starting on Dazzler. So you just drop them then? Drop okay. them and then Venom Magneto um, or just drop it or drop her on top of the pumpkin bombs and then she equips. Okay. Um, if I lose map and there is good terrain, I would keep Manifold on my team but swap out um, – who, who was I swapping out? Genesis, Professor X, and Dazzler. And then oh. I bring in Cypher from Slop, Enos the Untouchable – and a Stafford Cooper or Stafford Cuckoo. I think Enos is also very, very undervalued because he can just shut down a charge in um, Saki. He can shut down a Sky Tyrant. He can shut down a Scarlet Witch because he just has a power that says, "Hang on, I gotta find him real quick." Uh, basically, that if you move within his range. You roll a d6, and if you roll a 1 through 3, you can't be placed within a square within his range. Now, he does have a 4 range, but again, with Dazzler, I'm giving two people shield, and I also have Manifold on the team, and Cypher with a team player, I can give him a 7 range and just keep you away from me. Now, it is a 50-50 shot. There's also a tarot card out there that would bring that down to a 1 or a 2, so it is basically a Super Senses roll. But it is a deterrent for people to think, do I want to go all in on this charge? If I don't, I'm stuck there, and now my guy dies. So that's a thought. And then if I were to lose and there's no terrain, I would take out Manifold, Professor X, Genesis, and Dazzler, and bring in Enos, Mr. Sinister, I'm thinking, Dr. Moira Mategert, and Multiple Man. Because then, again, I think Mr. Sinister is great for 45 points. Uh, he's mm-hmm. got the map wide. Your dice roll is now a one. And he's got leadership, shape change, psychic blast, and I believe outwit. Is it outwit leadership, shape change? Yeah, and the shape change, if you hit it, you can't get targeted for the rest of the turn. Yeah, I think he is super undervalued as well. Uh, I think he should be seeing more play. But uh, that's just me, obviously. But th- that's my thought on x right now. But there are a hundred different variables. You could bring in a Saki. Kaseki Iron is Warrior, correct? Yes. So he can be a X-Men, Sky Tyrant, Commissioner, uh, Death Metal, Wonder Woman. They're basically it, it's harder to name people that aren't X-Men right now that than that are. So that's my which, <laughs> which honestly is really better because now at least you're gonna see some variety because the last thing yes. you want is for 
just have like the five best pieces that are X-Men and it's just like a copy paste X-Men team now. So I'm at least hoping that there's variation. And that was my kind of my biggest problem with Thanos. Yes, I'm bringing him up again, but it was Thanos, Molecule Man, Captain Marvel. It was like copy and paste for a lot of people. Yep. Um, and that was my biggest problem. Is I, and that's why I kind of like the Apocalypse Genesis combo because I think there are so many different variations of that team that you can make that it's not just you're going to see the same team over and over and over. A lot of them will be similar, but there will be slight tweaks to all of them. Yeah, you'll see plenty of carryover pieces, but from actually like one team to the next, it should be, I don't know, like a third the same maybe, half at most. Yeah, like I don't think... If I do play Enos, I might be one of the only ones out there that do play Enos you on their be. team. Yeah. Hey, I like I like don't don't make fun of my Enos. I don't like melted pieces of wax on my game. <laughs> he is he is bad looking. He really is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I I like that mechanic though. He's kind of like, it's got kind of a um, uh, who was that two by two piece uh, Exodus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Genosa. Genosa Yeah, the barrier. Yeah. The force field. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's kind of like that, but um, is is it pretty much the same thing? No, no, because you could TK through. Ah. um, You could TK through Exodus's barrier. And it doesn't, it didn't affect. Could you you could charge through it too, right? It was just move actions. Uh, You had to stop if it, 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 it. Hold on. Let me pull up his how his power reads. I just, think you could charge and running shot through it, or you could just move through it. There was one or the other. I don't remember which one. Wait, wait. I got, it, I got it right here. All right. So, Genosian Force Field. At the beginning of the game, choose two, four, six, or eight to be X. When a character moves, or sorry, when a character more than X squares away would move within X squares of Exodus that wasn't given a capital move action, that character stops moving. So, charge or hypersonic or uh, running shot would would stop. Okay, yeah, uh, so but, you can but, still move and place through it. Yeah, exactly. So you could just TK them through the barrier, and then they could, and then they could just come in and hit. Yeah. So versus Enos is a little different. I don't think there's a way through Enos, is there? Because you can't. It just says when a character would move or be placed into a square, so you can't TK through it, you can't phase through it, you can't hypersonic through it, you can't leap climb through it. Is there any way through it? No. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. It's just you missing you just have, you, Yeah, you just have to basically get lucky or. How, how is this thing worded? I need to actually see how you it's can worded. outwit it, obviously. But if you're smart enough, you can hide him. I think. I think when I faced that, I just you just missed, and then I killed, and then I killed him, and yeah. that was the thing. Well, what was you that did was, like, and that's that's why or that's how I learned that Deadpool is not as good as Bishop was. You just molecule manned <laughs> Deadpool's water terrain, and then could see me from like eight or ten away. I mean, I didn't use Molecule Man, but yeah, I did do that. No, yeah, you did, didn't you? No, no, I had no. I used the um, Invisible Woman Thor. Oh, that's right. The um, the Fantastic Thor's Invisible Woman. Um, but when I faced like Ryan Rios, I hit that Enus thing every single turn, and he couldn't do anything. <laughs> like he would go up to my. Uh, range was I think was a six, and he would stop, and then I would just kill his guy, and then he'd do it again, and I'd roll or he'd roll the one or two or three, and he'd stop, and then I'd kill his guy, and it was over and over. So it is a fifty-fifty shot, but I do think it's a very good fifty-fifty shot. 
And he has TK. Yeah. He has TK. I mean, that's just another kind of good. And he has a double rollout with Impervious and Super Senses. Part of it's just banking on your opponent if they want to risk going in there on that 50-50 shot. And that's, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. A lot of people there, I use that word a lot, that they're going to double take. Like, do I yeah, want to do I want to set in a Sky Tyrant with a 13 attack, 5 damage, and potentially just stop and die? True, but I think that that one card that reduces yes. single defense rolls could be a popular option. Yes. So you might run into that, and that could hurt this strat a bit. I don't know, just because I know people might not want the drawback of hurting their own rollouts, but I just that's something that I thought of, that a card that is a good disruptionary card. No, and it's a very well, good it's one. The, it's the fact that it's backwards, because it's increase a roll. So Wait, wait. Oh, I thought, it was, I thought there was a card that decreases. Uh, it can't be moved or placed. So, yeah, so basically uh, when an opposing character would move or be placed into a square within his range, they roll the D6. So if they get a, uh, so it's one through three, that character can't be moved or placed. So if they roll um, a three through six with that oh, yeah. card active, then it would count as a four. So um, that's where it comes into play. Yeah. I mean, it's still a 33% chance. So it is, a, like I said, a super senses rollout. Uh, so it's not nothing. It's not like a precision strike where it's just a six. So it's it's a strategy that I might try. Um said so I don't I'm not I'm not trying to go super hard for this event, but I do want to be competitive. Like I'm not yeah, playing fine. I'm not playing Saki, I'm not playing Thanos, obviously, I'm not playing Apocalypse. I am gonna play X-Men, I believe, just because I wanna try my Apocalypse and see what kind of Quirky, we'll go back to uh, teams I can make up. But let's talk about how do you beat X-Men. I'm guessing at least over half the field will be X-Men, if not more. So the And really, the X-Men team that I came up with, it's not really banking off of Apocalypse's um, trait, where if they can use blades, you roll um, a D6. If your result is higher than the printed damage, you evade the attack. I'm not really banking on that. The only person on my team that has blades is going to be Sky Tyrant. And maybe one other person because uh, Genesis is dropping a sword. And Manifold, I guess. So I do have a couple characters. But that's what I'm not building my team around. So how do you beat X-Men? To me, the answer to beat X-Men is Cosmo. Because you just say you can't roll or you can't use blades. Then all X-Men characters within his range, which is a six, I believe. Well, that's why I think uh, Beast on Avengers could be good, too, because he does basically the same thing. Does he shut off all characters around him? Yes, yeah. he does. Okay, No, well, opposing. All opposing. opposing. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, all opposing, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Cosmo, he has a power. Uh, da, 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 outwit when... Nope, sorry. Uh, power, choose a standard power until your next turn. Cosmo has opposing characters within range. Don't have to worry about line of fire. Can't use the chosen power. So you choose blades. They don't get to roll out. Beast. I guess I never really look into Beast. Which one is it? Uh, there it is. When Beast uses Outwit until your next turn, the chosen power also can't be used by opposing characters if they are within four squares of Beast. Um, opposing characters within range can't use Safeguard, Outwit, or Protected Outwit. So he is also X-Men. Uh, so you could throw him on your sideline if you wanted to do an X-Men versus X-Men then just shut off their blades. 
Uh, he already has Blade, so if he was part of the X-Men team, he would just get the rollout if he did have an Apocalypse team. So he's a very good option, and he does... Is that a stop click? No, that's not a stop click. I thought that was. Um, so yeah, he's an option for Mystical 2. Um, are those really the only two Achilles heel for X-Men, or is there more? Those are the strongest and just obviously standard outwit, because even Leech, you'd have to be adjacent to adjacent. those characters, and it's a lot harder to get them up. So Beast and uh, Cosmos are definitely the way to go. Yeah. I mean, you could do a Leech Fantastic Four team. Um, I wish Miles was on the podcast. I know he had to work tonight, and I think he was trying to come on. But um, he had a team that he played in a broadcast event where you don't even have to roll. to. It was a Fantastic Four team, and he was using multiple copies of the... Uh, chase human torch. Yeah, and then he was able to use the ones that generate barrier. They're the uh, the unpainted one, and then you have them generate the free barrier. The chase torch blows it up, and then he's able to deal a free penetrating damage, and you can basically carry them up the whole map with um uh lockjaw. So you don't have to attack. You just do that, generate barriers, and then they blow them up, and each individually deal like one pen to everyone adjacent to those barriers. Yeah, so. That was the, I was I'm I'm from what I read that was the basic strat. Yeah, because he was sick of not rolling high enough to ever hit atta- attack, so he just wanted to make a team strictly that you don't have to attack with. Yeah, and it worked for the most part. I mean, you're going to run into some things like uh, invincible. That's not going to work against that team, but then you throw a leech up there, and then it does work. Um. I did like the team that Lucas mentioned on his podcast. I'm to try and remember what it is. It's Scarlet Witch. It is um, Blue Marvel at 50. It's Hope Summers. Oh, it was Avengers. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I can't remember the other two figures, but it was basically... Oh, oh Saki was on there, right? Saki was Aaron. on there, and there was one more. <laughs> but Because um, Saki's on every team. Yeah, he, he will be. <laughs> But it was basically a team that had all stop clicks except for Hope Summers, and it was only a plus five, but it was very good because he had multiple perplexes. He had the Dark Hold on Scarlet Witch. He had another Dark Hold somewhere else. But it was just a very, very hard to kill team, and he didn't really care if he lost map or not because the team worked so well on whatever map it was. Um, Blue Marble is very good. We might see him in Modern. He is literally impossible to kill from range because I think even if you would KO him, isn't it? How does that work with him? Uh, if if you range attack him, he's not going to die because he's going to heal off that stop click. Yeah, after resolutions so. of the attack, if it was a range attack, he heals one click off the stop yeah. click. Yeah, so it, you have to get him close, and then he has traded Pulse Wave and Force Blast, which is also good. So. He'll be everywhere in Prince or on yeah. Popper. Yes. Popper, yeah, he'll be, he'll be all over the place. He was going to be on my team, but I swapped out for a different team, which I actually like a lot more. But I'm not going to talk about it because I want to surprise people with it. Um, oh, tell us right now. Oh. Uh, I think it was. Did he not also? Was he not also talking about Soldier Supreme? Or am I am I wrong there? No, I don't think he had Soldier Supreme on his. Team. Oh no, no, no! It was it was Miss Kang. That's what it was. That's right. Oh yeah, the, the yep. one that Ryan doesn't like. Oh, she's, what, I'm not going to get into her. She, she's annoying, <laughs> he but you're, you're she's, leaving her alone. Yes, yeah, he super did hard make a lot of the, he did make a lot of the same comments. That yeah, he just was like she's very annoying, and that was his 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 pros for her was she offers a lot of support and she's very annoying. 
Um, he did say she's just kind of she is somewhat ignorable. She's just like a very good support piece. That's pretty much it. Yeah, because she has prob, and then she can make the echo guys that can also use prob as long as another echo people hasn't or person hasn't used prob. Yeah, and she can like turn into them, so she she doesn't get KO'd very easy herself. Yes. Uh, when Miss King would be would take damage from an attack, you may instead KO a friendly coronal echo bystander within range and then place Miss King in the square. Yeah, so super hard to kill. Plus the fact that she has shape change and super senses with cosmic energy and a stop click. <laughs> um, just super good. I mean, she's one that I'm looking for just because I like my double rollout people, and she's Warp World, of course. Uh, but no, I really liked his team. Um, I do kind of hope someone does steal that team because he's judging, so he won't be playing in it, uh, just to see how that team works because I do like that team. Um, so I guess we all know what I'm playing, probably X-Men. I just have to tweak out the um, the sideline. Ryan, what are you potentially going with we only have like i said what is it four weeks until so not a lot of time to build we are having one event at our store where it is build for orlando which we are going to actually bring the heat usually our event or our venue doesn't bring the heat but this one we are going to be practicing for a 300 point modern what are you dabbling with out there so I do kind of want to look at Arachnite right now. He was a lot of fun, and uh, there's just so much good mystical stuff. That's a possibility. Unfortunately, there's no way to get him onto the X-Men uh, teams on theme. So um, that might be my only real deterrent. Otherwise, I am going to definitely build a full uh, mystical team to try that. Um, and then uh, otherwise, Iron Hammer is another option just because at 150 points, that piece just looks like a ton of fun. They did have an event over the last weekend where it did look like he was doing pretty well also. So yeah, well, I mean, to kind of stand up. I played him at our last event and... Pog your pog ate him. Well, <laughs> not that. Well, and you know what? I messed, I was thinking about uh-huh. that. I messed up on that one trait that he has because... What, I hit the senses because then you should have attacked somebody else, not just take one damage, right? Am I reading that? Oh, no. Uh, that was the the second attack. I hit the first one. Yeah. When Iron Hammer hits with a ranged attack after resolution. No, that's, that's, it's, the, it's the trait, not the, not the attack power. Yeah, instead of evading the attack, you may choose an opposing character within range of line of fire to become the hit target. I did that wrong. Um, I just had you take a ping because I thought it was the other one. You should have actually attacked somebody oh, you're else. Right. So yeah, I, I don't know what I was thinking, trusting that you read the card. I messed that one up. I like combined the two powers together for, for some reason. <laughs> um, but um, it, Iron Hammer worked great for me against Dalton because he played like a Loki team, mystical team. He had like 14 figures or something like that. And um, he put me on a map that had a sky, a sky bridge on it that was considered elevated. So I just hid behind that, upped my range, and triple targeted like all of his Lokis. And then killed mm. his three Lokis, and then everyone next to that took a ping damage. So, <laughs> And the fact that Iron Hammer ignores elevation terrain, he ignores characters and hindering? Yeah, he yeah. has characters elevated hindering for yeah. that. It's, it's the attack power. So you can't out with that. Yeah, I mean it's great. I mean it's it's like energy. So how would how would if you equipped him with the pumpkin bombs, how would his Heimdall guidance system work? 
Uh, it would still target everyone that wasn't the initial target of the energy explosion. So they would. Uh, take well, actually, though. Hurt. So would they you take three damage? No, because they become the target. So oh, would they, they be- have been targeted then? So it would be everyone adjacent to the people that were that became targeted from energy explosion. So you could hit from three away. So Ish. if it's just like one target, for example, yeah. that you would target, everyone that became targets would still not be able to get pinged by that one damage, but everyone adjacent, any of those first people would. So let's let's say someone's doing a Green Lantern team. They carry up nine people. I target the front center person with energy explosion. So that person and then the five next to them take the two damage from energy explosion, and then the three behind them would take the ping damage. No, because it's you have to choose a hit target. Is so within range after resolutions deal one penetrating damage to all untargeted opposing characters adjacent to the hit target. Oh, so a hit target. So if you if you would pick the person in the middle, the Green Lantern, the three people behind them would take a ping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that's something. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, it's a it's pretty uh, convoluted, but it is something. He's a hundred points, but I, if I was going to play him, I'd give him the bracelets. Honestly, I do like tent poles. I do think that 150 is definitely viable, though. Yeah, yeah. I just I was worried about the support around him. I guess was where I was at. I hadn't really like put everything together there. I mean, there's scientists. You could do. Molecule Man, broken record right there. Uh, Demon in armor, if you don't want people to up their attacks because for his 19. I yeah, but then you're, what, 230 points? Yeah, and not, it's not a perfect system. I'm just spitballing. But No, I, I, I know. I'm just, that's my thought is just, I, I like him at 150. I do. It's just, I at least want to get to, like, a six theme in order to, like, keep my chances at relatively, like, at least a, a zero, so that we're just rolling the dice and seeing what yeah. happens. Hey, what do you know? Uh, Saki Iron Man's a scientist. Um, he's everything. And Avengers. And, and Avengers. <laughs> um, you could do Darcy Lewis. That gives him shield and outwit perplex. That's something. Hey, Nanny. She's a scientist. <laughs> your, favorite, oh your favorite piece ever. Um, seven of her. Arcane, or Arc... Arc Knight, Arcane Knight, whatever it is, he's 60, but that's a little too many. Let's build an Iron Hammer team real quick. Uh, Iron Hammer. So, Ryan, you're building an Iron Hammer team. Who else are you putting with Iron Hammer? You're at 150 points. What else do you need? Um, Darcy Lewis, is that a good start? Because that's shield uh, going, perplex. Yeah, that's not bad if you're going scientist. Or do you do, I know you hate the swap, but you could do a Captain America swap Avengers team. Yeah, Avengers is an option. Otherwise, like even armor gives you Apocalypse and a lot like um, Scarab, stuff like that, where yeah. you can at least well, stay back with Scarab and try to ping them. And then if they come oh, forward, was, then you can go in on them. I was thinking you could do uh, Mary Jane then if you're going to do that, because you could do him, uh, what is it, Mary Jane, uh, what's it, uh, Scarab, then you could do Surter and a Darcy Lewis. I think you're almost at 300. Surter's not. I, I like Surter still. My biggest problem with Orlando is that 
I don't want to bring all that stuff with me. <laughs> like, I don't want to bring yeah. a fulcrum. I don't want to bring a surter. I don't want to bring a yummier. Like, I don't want to bring the big pieces that I know are, have the chance of getting wrecked at the airport. Yeah, it's a pain to pack all that stuff. Yeah. Because I think there's a way to get surter on an X-Men team, but I just don't want to bring it's it. Monster. Yeah, That's it's monster. Yeah. It's literally yeah. It's very easy. I don't want to bring it because I'm afraid it's going to get wrecked. Yeah, I think I've brought Surter to the last three events that I've traveled to <clears throat> in um, an airplane. So you've got if you're still st- sticking with scientists for Iron Hammer, you've got Teen Lantern. That's a carrier and a prober with PD. Uh, Giganta. Is there any? There's got to be TK with scientists somewhere. Flashes, boom, right there. Um, oh, yeah. So you do double flash. So right now I'm at Iron... The problem is, is Iron Hammer good enough to take on a team by himself? Or do you yeah. need more? And unfortunately, he does not have the Winter Guard keyword. He does have willpower, so there's that. But yeah. no, he does not have the Winter Guard keyword, so he cannot be that meta. <laughs> I mean, right now I'm at Iron Hammer, Darcy, Molecule Man, Double Flash. So at least Double Flash gives you TK. And you have leadership, so you can yep. take tokens off of him potentially. Uh, it gives you PD. The two flashes have sh- team players, so they could copy shield. Therefore, Iron Hammer gets a ten range. Well, that and you have double you have double charge flash. So, like you're you're he's not your only attacker then. Yes. Um, and I still have forty five points left. So, what else would this team need? Iron Hammer, Darcy, Molecule Man, Double Flash. I'm a plus five right now, scientist. I got Barrier, I got Leadership, I got TK, I got Perplex, I got Outwit, I've got Shield. This team actually yeah. has a lot already. You could just run, you could just run Saki, I mean, if you want to just go, like, no, brain dead. I've got, I'm at 45 points. Oh, 45, sorry. Yeah. And you really uh, need 55 points for him, me personally, just to give him the cloak. Another big thing, too, though, is, and they were doing this uh, last weekend, was putting the... Um, uh, what's it called? Galactus Herald Dial on him, so you can't outwit those super senses. I thought yeah, it was protected outwit. Nope, it's not. No, not, it's, yeah, it's, that's his trait. The defense is defense, but not not the trait. Uh, you could run your boy, Mister Sinister, for forty-five points. Yeah, but really, you need Moira Moira with him just to be. Safe. I, I get that. I, I just know how much you like him, so I was like, this is a perfect time to just be like, here's your. If if I didn't have leadership, probably. But Flash takes care of that. Um, just trying to think of what else you could throw on here for forty-five points that would make. Oh, there's the Valeria, the Valeria Richards. Yeah, that little... gives him a fourteen attack, and yeah. she's also TK and yeah. pick a power, so she has stuff. Is I guess, do you need double flash? Uh, yeah, you do need double flash. I was trying to think if I could fit Captain Marvel on here to protect him more. And then that's another attacker. Like that. But yeah. uh, I'm at, oh, I'm oh, at 255, also- so I'd have to get rid of five points somewhere, and I have no equipment right now. You also have High Evolutionary that you can run. He's 30 points for just another good attacker, and you get a prob, and he's got a stop click. Yeah. I the big problem he doesn't see through blocking, correct? No. He so shoots through yeah. pretty much everything. <laughs> so you, you have to have Molecule Man on this team 
to deal with barrier. I think, I think if you're going to play him at 150, you're almost better to play him off theme. Honestly, I don't know how bad. Uh, even if you do Legacy Apocalypse and Iron Hammer, it's it's not worth playing a a two or three piece theme team as far as trying to win map. But they do share armor and uh, Legacy Apocalypse and Iron Hammer. Um, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So two fifty. You have fifty points left to play with. I have four. Yeah, I'm not sure. All with that team, yeah. But I'm not sure if it's worth staying on armor for that. If you had that with a retail, I think that would be pretty good. Um, is Fulcrum Abdominus armor? That's what I was oh. trying to find, but all those things that came out over COVID, I don't know. I think he's just robot. I don't think he's armor. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, he's not armor. Uh, yeah. Scarab, that's 50 points. The only thing with him is that you don't get any objects. So that's, that was my first instinct also, but then you're not using anything good for objects. Yeah. So you're probably best to honestly go off theme, get Venom Magneto, Molecule Man, and basically do a little bit of like yo-yo with him and protect him. Can you do... You probably go off. I was trying to think if there is, because he is Asgardian, if there's anything to do with uh, Mary Jane DD. Well, yeah, you have you have uh, what's his name? Uh, you have Scarab, you have Surter, you have I mean, you have a bunch of options. Yeah, I do like him. He's got a super long dial. I just you're banking on that super senses nineteen, which is very hittable. But with the new apocalypse that came out with X Men, I'm wondering if range is the way to go now. It's just you have to find ways around it. So I do like the Iron Hammer, Molecule Man combo. I'd have to play with it more. I'll play with it more off off air and see what I come up with. But I do like Iron Hammer as a possibility. But you're thinking more mystical for your team, right, Ryan? Either uh, the two pieces that I want to try to build something with, which the Arachnite and mystical is more common, um, I do really like Iron Hammer. Um, otherwise, it's back to... I. Legacy Apocalypse was a lot of fun to play with, so just changing that build up a little bit, um, or uh, an X Men team. Yeah, so I'm playing with four different ideas right now. But now that uh, like our big event that we played last weekend is over, and a couple other things aren't on our schedule anymore, um, I think we can start team building here, even though it's getting close. Yeah, we have to have a brainstorming session one of these weekends or nights, and just um, shoot ideas off each other. As a team. Yeah, I'm finally ready for that. I think our schedules are going to be a little bit better. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Um, Dan, what are you thinking of possibly building for Orlando? So I tweaked. So Ryan, I've sent you this team, but I did tweak it a little bit just because. Uh, I, as much as I like Torch, I think this is a better option. So I'm going to probably play Blackheart with the Soul Sword, Annihilation with the Sword Bearer, Mary Jane at forty, Scarab at fifty. Surter, Marvella, and I have 10 points left over. I could swap Blackheart for Scarlet Witch, um, and that would still work, but that is my thought as of right now. I just like that if Annihilation dies, she passes her leg or her leadership trait onto Blackheart, and then he has free fodder that if they die, he's just dealing penetrating, so I'm not as reliant on the guards. The guards are still mm-hmm. really good, but I'm not reliant on them in order to give him the penetrating damage. And the pogs are just amazing. So, and then Scarab helps me deal with people that are just 
uh, I don't want to come to you, basically, and with all the equipment that's going to be happening, I think he's just too good. Like, I wanted to play Tor- the Chase Torch because I like how he deals with Barrier, but Scarab deals with Barrier in another way. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at with that, is I think he's just a better pick right now. So Yeah. <clears throat> I do like Scarab. I mean, I've always liked him. That's another reason why I am playing Bishop, because then people can't just scare me from across the board. So yes, Thanos but, is not a thing anymore, but uh, Bishop would wait, stop I thought Scarab. You, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure you can, as long as I'm within six squares of you. Yeah, but you can't from your starting area from, to my starting area, I'm saying. Wait, I thought because he counts range line of fire from the... Yeah, but he's not line. physically, so he... Oh, he, he yeah. does get nerfed from uh, yeah. from Bishop. For you sure. have to physically be within five squares of Bishop or from, a, from yeah, one of my characters. Oh, that's fine. That's what I have Annihilation for. <laughs> I was like, that was the whole idea. It's like, that's what she's there for. So, And she's hard to deal with. Like, She's not bad on her own. She's, what, eight, seven clicks deep, has good stats and good values. Yeah, she's so, solid. And if she gives that uh, trait to Blackheart, he gets a guaranteed Mastermind fodder piece every uh, turn. Exactly, and they're just good bystanders in general. Like, who doesn't want to charge quick, invincible exploit piece? Oh, yeah, no, they're really good. So, I I like this. I think this is what I would go with. I don't know what to do for the next, the last ten points. I guess I could do another. active clay for sure if you have room for more equipment. Well, do you have have Sword Bearer on Annihilation or no? Yeah, I do. Okay. Because I want want to give her the option of either, um, I think the Black Bone's going to be big. Uh, even though I don't really see a lot of people playing it right now. I mean, I'll definitely be playing it just to help with Apocalypses and Blackhearts and Blue, Blue Marvels and stuff like that. Well, it's mainly just because she's a close attack piece. Yeah. So, um, so that's what, the deal with it. What was your team again? It was Annihilation. It was Human Torch. No, no, no. It's not Torch. It's Blackheart. Oh, sorry, Annihilation. Blackheart. So uh, Blackheart, Blackheart, Annihilation, Mary Jane at 40, Scarab at 50, Surtur. Marvella, the Soul Sword uh, on on Blackheart, and then the five point Sword Bear trait. I'm so, together. so it's uh, de- it's I'm deity, at... right? Yeah, it, well, it's Spider Man family, but yes, oh, yeah. basically. Surter. Uh, Marvella is just there for barrier. Like I was like, do I need it? But I was yeah. like, yeah, it's nice to have. Yes, I, I know it's nice to have barrier. <laughs> uh, Blackheart. It's so much easier just to type their name in now. Uh, Blackheart. Is everyone equipped on your team, or no? I only have Blackheart and Annihilation equipped. Probably putting uh, a radioactive clay on Marvella because you're going to keep her back with Arab. Yeah, that's true. And then you can copy the radioactive clay off of her and still protect the the back line with her barrier. Yeah, that's true. And then Surter's just there to say hi if something else happens. So. Well, yeah. Then you get aggressive, and if you Oh, after Blackheart, then you can still retail next turn. Yep. So All that's right. that's pretty much the strat. So what? One more time: Annihilation, Mary Jane, Surter, Blackheart, Scarab, and who? Marvella. Marvella. And then I have the Soul Sword on Blackheart, and then the Sword Bearer trait, so I can pick from any sword at the beginning of the game, and then for Annihilation, I mean. And you said you have ten points left over. Yep. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess the radio, I guess the radio, radioactive clay is probably one of the best ones. Yeah, that's one of the top things to play with. Uh, if not the top thing to play with, uh, I was also think I was also thinking the um, 
the alchemical fire is another good one. Like that on Mary Jane could be pretty good. Yeah, I was doing uh, that uh, this summer on Scarab. You have a prime? What was that? Yeah, well, destroyer, destroyer on my sideline. Okay, so yeah. That was the whole reason I made this team. Was like, I'm like, ah, I can run destroyer on the sideline, and that'll make me feel good <laughs> about myself. <laughs> so was so, there five I, points left over then? Uh, yeah, I don't really know what else I want to do because I don't think I want to play any more equipment than that. But throw a uh, plastic man object on your because Marvella is the only one not equipped right now. Uh, no, she would be equipped if I use the clay. Oh, sorry. So that nothing is on Scarab. No, no, no. He doesn't really need anything. He's um, good enough. I'm just trying to think what's five points. Is the clay really only five points? Yep. That's absurd. <laughs> There's not a lot that's five <laughs> points. I mean, you could give him the cloak. No, he actually has sidestep. Um, cloak and the Disney Plus shields are the ones that come to mind that are five points. Pumpkin bombs is five. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The shields, like you said, pumpkin bombs, dimensional watch. How would that work? I with like, Scarab? Huh? Your, How your would that team work? become Spider-Man family? So yeah. it would work. How would that work with Scarab? Uh, it would still work because it's a range as long as he's making a range attack. Oh, but it would place them adjacent to Scarab. Or wait, how does the, the I haven't played the dimensional uh, watch in a minute. Variations. When this like character that. hits an opposing character, if no character has been placed this turn after resolution, yep. you may roll a d six, three to six, place another friendly character adjacent. Wait, place another friendly yeah. character with the spider team adjacent. Yeah, so that would be two Scarabs. So you could do a funny yo-yo thing where you'll say, "I like, uh, oh no, because I don't have TK on anybody else." Uh, yeah, because Blackheart or Scare would have to like actually be able to make an attack to to use this. So yeah, it would basically if if I had like say I had Blackheart like way out there, and then Scarab attacks hits, I could roll this, and then Blackheart could poof next to Scarab. Well, you could either do that or um, retail across the map with Surter attack, and then poof Surter back so he doesn't die. Yeah, exactly. I could do that as well. But that's what I'm saying. That's how that would work. You could just poof people yeah. across. I mean, I mean, it's five points. You got nothing else except for if you want a shield or something. Yeah. It's it's worth playtesting, but it might actually be worth taking the the utility of the sword barrier trait on Annihilation is nice, but if you take that off, then you could actually get the uh, alchemical fire on uh, Scarab, and that's incredibly strong. Yeah. Mind control and the... the Or the one, just the, yeah, the fire, depending. Yeah, because, like, the fire is still good. Like, it got a nerf, but it's still good. Oh, it's still good. <laughs> uh, there's soldier, super soldier serum, which it's okay. The tesseract, which is garbage. If I if I had a guy that had willpower, I would. Uh, besides Blackheart, obviously, when he gets the the stop clicks, but there's no one that's really relying on willpower, so I wouldn't use the. Um, or it doesn't have it on dial or any, you know, or like is power cosmic or something. Yeah. So that's probably the reason I wouldn't use it. Yeah. No, I don't mind the dimensional watch. Be honest, just for the the full map yo-yo if you would hit what are they i don't know if it's not printed right but what do they place ad- adjacent to what it just uh, says... the, the making, so basically it's the reverse of the because mary jane is as hers work so hers is oh it's the same thing so it's uh when she hits an opposing character it's the same thing you um you place them adjacent to like so it would be adjacent to whoever used the thing. So if, if Scarab made an attack, hit, 
and had the dimensional watch, then you would roll three to six. You place another friendly character adjacent to him. That's uh, the thing is if if you have a character that uh, is hitting scarab, there's no reason to bring an actual piece over to scarab though. No, no. If you need that, well, then he's probably already dead. Yeah, well, I was just thinking, like you said, like if I'm able to. Well, no, because it wouldn't matter, because he couldn't even bring Surter back, because if Surter was placed, you couldn't even use this, this effect. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, that's. Oh, kinda... I get what you're saying now. Yeah, no, that would be, have been good. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, but that's the. I, I, I actually like that change, because that would be just, like, punishing for oh, someone. I'm kind of mad that doesn't work now, because that actually would have been really cool. Yeah. But I feel like more people would be playing it if I could actually have done that. You'd be, like, you'd be seeing that way more often had yeah. that been a thing. Are there any map bonuses worthwhile anymore for five points? No. Let, so Latveria, Ampetunia's house. Is that it? So they haven't done any in a while. They just keep reprinting maps now. Yeah, I think it's just Reign of Terror is gone. No. Yeah, Reign of Terror is out. There's uns- well, and that's that, that's the thing is I still think Blackheart's good without that. Like I never really felt like he like it was a good bonus, but I, he doesn't really need it. Unstable molecules. What map is that? That was one of the Fantastic Four maps. That's okay. the had the rooms right. Oh, that's yeah. Reed's lab. Yep, yeah. um, Reed's lab. Latveria Village gives you the Latveria Pez or civilians. Ampetunia's house. What did that do? Uh, friendly characters have a min range when using outwit, perplex, or probability is eight. That's not bad. And I don't think there's any DC ones. But... Yeah, otherwise I could do, like, there's another variation of this, but with Scarlet Witch instead of Blackheart, but I just like Blackheart better because I think he pairs with Annihilation better. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because it's free Mastermind fodder. And yeah, and his whole trait procs like so if they die because I can just send them to the wolves and he's like I'm better because of this so yeah I don't mind that at all no, no I, I, I think, think I, I like the modern now than what I did a few months ago because like I said it was a lot of copy and paste so I think we are going to see a, a good variety of teams out there I don't think we're going to see a lot of dupes I'd be surprised if we see um, one dupe, to be honest, because there are so many options out there. Yeah, it's definitely more wide open with the uh, um, erratas that were in place now and uh, the pieces that have come out since. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot more fun than it was for Worlds for a lot of people because it's just not Thanos and Apocalypse from now on. Yeah, Honestly, I mean... The... Probably, I don't know if it'll be uh, any... It'll, be, it'll probably be more fun for every single person. I don't think anyone yeah. will have more fun at Worlds than they will at this event. Yeah, and this is a more casual event. There's not a Worlds title on the line or anything like that. Um, but it is still a pretty... It will be a competitive, but I think it'll be a, a more casual competitive event, if that makes any sense. I Yeah, I think the only thing is I, I'm just wondering slash like slightly concerned is how many of the Apocalypse of Genesis like swap shenanigans we're going to see like obviously there's going to be like variation but i still feel like the bulk of that team is going to be kind of samey it'll definitely be the the number one played team but you just can't fit all the good pieces that you could play on that team so people will build a little differently yeah 
which is at least nicer than because otherwise it was basically the Apocalypse Ruler team or Thanos with a ton of barrier. Yeah, no, I get that. So that's why that was the reason I came up with this team was I think I handle most of the other shenanigans pretty well with this team, but I don't really know because I haven't place tested it too terribly much. I personally am not a big play tester. I I like to play a team once and then move on. Like I don't. If I had like, the time. I'd like to. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't like playing. I don't like playing. I guess I just don't care that much if I win or not. So I don't care about play testing. I mean, I'll I'll do it on my own in my basement if I have time, just against another team I put together, just to you know, not to see how good it is, but to make sure I got all the kinks out that I'm not forgetting anything like with Iron Hammer and Yagerpog. But um <laughs> I I don't want to play just a team, you know, fifteen times just to play at one tournament and then um move on. I, I rarely, rarely play a team twice, let alone a figure twice. Once I play a figure yeah. once, I kinda move on and work with the other ninety nine point nine percent of my collection. I usually try to keep a running competitive team and then we play enough like once a week uh, locally and then we do uh, usually about what once a month in New- um, up north? Once or twice we try. Up yeah. north. <laughs> up north. <laughs> in uh, New Berlin. So we usually get enough, I get enough time playing like other pieces with that that I can kind of keep a running competitive team. Now, has your wife decided what she wants to play yet? Monsters, or is she moving past that? Um, probably some variation. She, um, I did get another set of the Apocalypse and Genesis stuff, so there's a good chance that that's making the team. Um, we did decide that she's going to be doing the uh, the Popper version. I'm doing the Prince, so it, we at least got that uh, figured out. <laughs> I like when I asked her like what she was going to do post rotation. She was just like, "Eh, I'm uh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's." I was like, that's fair. I just like to, I don't know. I always like to plan ahead, I guess, for what's coming. I'm like, eh, yeah, what do, what do I do? And I can't actually play this anymore. Yeah, it's definitely more on my mind, very, uh, a lot more frequently than it is on her mind. <laughs> but I get, I totally get it. I'm like, hey, this is what works. And that is definitely, it definitely works. So hey, <laughs> no, no question here. I've mentioned this, but I had more time or more fun building my pauper team than I did with the modern 300 point team yeah because it's it's pieces that you don't normally get to play that don't see the light so what's cool is that you have a like almost a bigger pool to pick from because they're not going to get just chewed up by all the crazy stuff yeah um it will be interesting to see what people come up with the prince version of this um i'm, I'm expecting a lot of genesis and a lot of apoc again um but without the support that those right. teams usually have so they're going to be just hyper aggressive, most likely. Yeah, like that might not be a bad option for Iron Hammer because that's four hundred points. So Definitely. you have two hundred and fifty points. I think we'll see a lot more of those type of figures played in Prince because you do have that extra hundred points to play with. Mm-hmm. But even with like that is a great candidate for um, Iron Hammer and Demon Armor. Because then you're not worried about people using a ton of perplexes to getting up to that 19. But you're also probably going to be playing a lot more temples that have that natural 12 or whatever attack already that don't need it. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's that many, uh, like, 12s, honestly. 
Nashville, um, like native, natively. I, you'll probably just, have one or two on your force at that yeah. point with 400 points because you are playing aces and super rares that are aggressive. I mean, I see. Oh, you're talking, oh, you're talking for Prince. I'm, I'm talking sorry. Prince, I, yeah. Because I, oh, I, I, I see. I thought you were still talking. Oh, no, sorry. yeah. I see Hulk, Dormammu, Iron Man, Sentry, Thanos, Kane, all those right there, just super rare from the newest set. They all have printed 12s on their first one. Yeah. I like that Sentry keeps speaking to me, Ryan. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're really good, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Which one, the Prime or the Super Rare? The Prime. The Prime's just, like... Both really good, but uh, I do like the Prime a lot. Well, the prime just suits my play style because I'm more of a. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna pick like a, a 75 point to like a hundred and like maybe a little over a hundred points of a piece, and I want to build around that. That's why I was like, okay, black art is fine. Obviously, yeah, like annihilation, is the same cost, but I I was able to sneak enough on like this team that I'm I'm still what a plus seven I think one two I think it's six three. Yeah, I would, I'm still up. That's fine. I, I don't think I care about maps, so that's why I'm not super concerned about theme. I just wanted to at least get to plus six to be like, all right, I should be at like mainly rolling off. It might be under by one or two. So I don't. I don't. Think Ive we're... was pretty common at uh, at Worlds. So what was what was that? Ive was pretty common. I think there was, it was a plus five ruler. So oh, but six... wasn't that with but wait? But wasn't that all mostly with the Thanoses and stuff? Or am I am I not? Oh, actually, well, Apocalypse too. So I think yeah. there was a ton of uh, plus fives. But I was looking at the pieces that are are like popular and like yeah, I guess you could get X Men kind of high, but I feel like then you're sacrificing things. And I feel like once you swap and with like the cost of pieces that they want to play on like the Genesis Apocalypse thing, your yeah. theme is going to be that high. In general, yeah. because the pieces are more expensive that and you that, want to that you want to actually field, you know. And that's the mm-hmm. issue that I'm having. I mean, with my X Men team right now, my attackers are Sky Tyrant and Jubilee. Uh, I do have Apocalypse, but you kind of want to keep him. I guess he's more of an attacker on this team because I don't. I'm not banking on that one power for the rollout. I still think Bishop's is a good. Now that I think, of, I do have a lot of attackers on this team: Sky Tyrant, Jubilee. Commissioner with Rookie, Bishop, and Apocalypse. Uh, Are you pro- keeping Genesis on the team? Probably not, because I, it depends if I wanted to have Cypher on the team or not. Okay, because she's got the Flurry and, I think, Precision Strike. I think it's only a 10 attack, but she's I attacked with her a lot when I played her in the past at 35 Yeah, she's, uh, she's great. Like She hits like a truck. You, you don't think that she will, but she does. Yeah, I have to, I have to get Jubilee and Venom Mags on the team for sure. It just yes. depends on what the other person has if I want Cypher for the stuff. Yeah, but not. that's the thing is you can have Venom Mags on the sideline. Like, you don't need to main force him. No, he would be swapping. He's my swapping for Dazzler. Oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, it's like he doesn't need to be out there. So No, Jubilee and Venom Magneto are my swappings for sure. Um, because 100% I am swapping out Professor X... Dazzler and possibly Manifold. I just I like Manifold because he is a good attacker and um he's a good carrier with shield too. Cause if I do Professor X and Dazzler, that is only sixty points, so I'd have to do manifold to get in um mags as well. But and no, with I- Dazzler, you're giving the shield team ability to people that already have X Men before Determining theme teams, right? 
Yeah, so I'd probably give it to Commissioner. So he has. Well, shield. no, he's not going to have it. So the way that she works, it's it's during force construction, and the keyword is given during theme teams. Yep, uh, determining theme teams. So the only people that can take her um, shield or X Men have to have the X Men keyword during force construction. Okay, so then it'd have to go to Bishop and Apocalypse. Bishop and Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah, which is still good, um, because they're more in the back, anyways. Yeah, definitely. Uh, unless like Genesis does not have it, so yeah, it'd have to be Apocalypse and Bishop, which is fine because they're staying on my force no matter what. That's good to know. Uh, or Manifold if I keep him. Which so is really good. Too. So then, when do you declare that? Do you declare that before the swap? I think you have to write it on the build sheet, don't you? Because it's during force construction. Yeah, so it's whoever you choose has it for the entire event. Okay, which that it makes it easy because then Apocalypse and Bishop would just be, be it every time, and I wouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah, so it's just set up. Uh, that it would be on your build sheet. Okay, that's good to know. Um, all right. Anything else that we want to talk about for three and part modern? What, my biggest weakness when it comes to this kind of stuff is I'm really good at team building. I suck at picking maps. Um. <laughs> Except, I mean, and that's why I like my X-Men team with Jubilee. It's it's Otherworld. Boom. Done. But, um, so, I don't know. I just don't really care about maps that much, so I just pick the map that I like using the most. So, like, right now it's Barnstable Wedding. But um, that's another reason why I built this team, because I'm always going to Otherworld. I don't have the cardboard one. I only have the castle one. Actually, I need to get that one back from uh, somebody. But um, that helps me out with worrying about map. Did I hate you... playing on paper ones, so I always lug around all of the uh, the neoprene ones. Yeah, you're going to be bringing a lot in Florida, aren't you? I always do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I even I've... got a, a portable table now that we bring. Oh, nice. Unfortunately, I cannot stay very long on Sunday. Uh, my flight was supposed to leave at 4.30 Sunday, so I wasn't going to play in Team Sealed anyways, but I was going to watch and spectate. But um, for some reason, we got a text from Frontier that said, now your flight is leaving at 8 a.m. Sunday morning. Um, so I don't know what made them change our flight eight hours earlier but uh we are actually looking to change our flight we found another one that leaves at one o'clock but i know that the seating starts at 10 i believe so i don't even think i could make it for that uh so we're just kind of hoping that the time for our flights move up a little bit more because i wanted at least come by and say hi and hang out for a little bit sunday uh, but I couldn't stay uh, the whole day Sunday. We had to be back Sunday night. So that is a bummer for me. Uh, next time, hopefully, I will just stay the entire weekend. But we are headed down there Wednesday. Ryan, I think you said you're headed down there Thursday. Yeah, we're heading down Thursday. We have to work Monday through Wednesday. And then uh, we did take the next Monday off because we're staying really late. 
Um, and then we got to pick the kids up and stuff when we get back into town. So it'll be a really late Sunday, but at least we still get to play in the team sealed. So I guess it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm fl- see, I'm flying back on the red eye, but I also took Monday off because I'm like, I think I'm gonna be getting it back at like 4 a.m. or something stupid like that. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping to stay for at least the unboxing to see what you guys pull, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll have to see because. If our flight's at one, you usually want to get there two hours beforehand, and then the drive there. So maybe we'll see. We'll see how it works out to see if our flight has not changed or um, moves back or not. But um, yeah, for everyone that's coming, um, make sure you stop and say hi. I'd love to get uh, some drinks with you afterwards in the lobby bar or something like that. Uh, I know we're going to Epcot on Thursday to hang out and this is gonna be a fun time so if you haven't signed up for the champion clicks open make sure you just you do you still have about a month a little less than a month to sign up i don't think he has the earlier bird special on anymore but um it's a fun time it is a little pricey uh, but he does he does actually he extended it to the he extended 20th. It. awesome yeah so the there 20th? are 20th wow there are still rooms available. There's plenty of spots there, and the more people that come, the more prizing. You know, you got Lucas and PJ and Kenny Pena are going to be the judges, and then they're going to have the banquet on Saturday with PJ, Scott, and Scott Porter. Uh, it's just going to be a fun time. It's going to be more of a hangout, casual clicks event than the normal, um, say, hyper-competitive one like National or Worlds. So I'm excited. I need a vacation. Uh, looking forward to seeing everybody, especially since I didn't make it to Worlds. And um, only one day of Nationals. <laughs> uh, and I am planning on playing in a couple Battle Royals. I don't know when. That was going to be my plan for Sunday, but because of the flight, that probably is not going to be happening. So either Friday, if we get eliminated, or Saturday, when I get eliminated in Modern, is when I'll probably be doing some Battle Royals. But, uh, yeah, I guess we have two, maybe three more weeks to talk about Florida. Not sure what we're going to talk about, but we could talk about map selection. I would like to talk about Team Sealed, but that's kind of hard to do because you don't know what you're going to pull. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to think it's going to be a little monster in Century Prime. Right. Uh, if you pull that one, congratulations. <laughs> like, Yeah, you want that one. <laughs> you want that one. Uh, you don't it, want the other side of that brick, though, or the case. Even the one that I did the podcast on where it was Iron Hammer and in the other brick it was like a Thanos, not a bad case at all, or um, a brick, either one, the Iron Hammer or the Thanos one. Um, yeah, I think there's really only one brick you don't want, and that's the other side of the Century Prime little monster case. Well, and I don't know if you want the Ghost Panther one either. I mean, he's not good. He's probably... Yeah, but in Sealed, it's not terrible. Yeah, Hyper it's not it's a lot just, of powers. It's kind of a different animal, yeah. That yeah, one. I mean, I, he does generate T'Chaka, which apparently is a giant bystander. I never noticed yeah. that until I saw someone's post. Um, I would say either him, even Green Widow. I guess there's really no horrible chases. Miss Kang's more of a support piece, but we'll talk about that more maybe in an episode of like what you, what figures you do want to pull and what figures you don't want to pull. Hmm. Um, but I think that's it. 
we'll end it there tonight. So thanks, everyone, for uh, joining us tonight. Make sure you check out our Patreon for this month. I am giving away a Death Metal Wonder Woman alongside with a few other super rares from past sets. So head on over to patreon.com backslash clicking it if you want to take part in that. And then check out our sponsor, Glass Gamut Hobbies, and use code clicking it, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, to get 5% off your order. So until next time, guys, make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.